I've never called one of these before. I'm I'm wondering how it works. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry, I can barely hear you. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm hotel. sorry. Okay, are you in Las Vegas? Yeah. What hotel are you staying at? Well, I was kind of wondering how this works first. Well, the, the, the entertainers come to your hotel, so are you at a hotel? Yeah, like, uh, I want a chick that's going to shove her hand up my ass and treat me like a puppet. Okay. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> What's up guys, Revival House Network presents another commentary. We're going to be doing one of Zach's all-time favorites, The Blair Witch Book of Shadows. Blair Witch 2, baby, I love this movie. It's underrated, bitch. It's underrated, that's what he says. I'm a skeptic, I haven't seen it, but it's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch along with us there. We're going to get right into the countdown, okay? Three, two, one, play. Yeah, this fucking fuck up has a doctor's appointment. Artists in the entertainment put this shit out. It's true. I got a, I got another uh, appointment where uh, hopefully, you know, I'll learn the results of that whole butt probing thing we were talking about last time. You did it? No, I I just they they sent me home with a stool sample kit, <laughs> which is not nearly as fun. So I basically had to like play with my shit in the toilet. You know, they give you one of those little sharp pointy sticks, and you gotta. You're used to doing that anyway. I'm not G.G. Allen, bro. Exactly. So, this movie is notorious for being... Oh, look, uh, a fucking uh, Revival House alumni here. Kurt Loder? Kurt Loder. I didn't, I didn't realize he was, but okay. He's a, he's our boy. He's a, he's, he's a fucking mascot of Revival House. I'm going to shut my door so my dogs aren't barking the whole time. Psh. Look who's unprepared. Zach. Yeah, Zach talks about this movie all the time. I'm back. So in this movie, it's uh, it's it, it it fucking did the whole meta thing first. People were giving fucking uh. Fucking, uh, what's that, what's that shitty shit called, uh, fucking, uh, Human Centipede 2, they're giving it all this credit, like, oh, it's meta, in the movie, the movie's a movie, and this guy's a fan of it, fuck that, he, they didn't do it first, this movie did it first, this movie's way better. That's the director. That is the director, how'd you know that, you fuck up? Because he, uh, directed the Some Kind of Monster Metallica documentary, so I know what he looks like. Who gives a shit about that? He directed the fucking Paradise Lost movies. Paradise Lost, Joe Berlinger. He saved those fuckers' lives. Yeah, he, uh, he, he definitely raised awareness. I mean, I, th- I don't think without that documentary and all that stuff, I mean, you wouldn't have had all the, uh, musicians, uh, constantly. They were like, they were like, we're gonna put them in there, make them take the fall. Fuck them, who cares? They're just some 
punk kids. Fuck them. And they were, they were there with the cameras and they saw that shit. So what's up with, uh, Zach was giving me a hard time because I, I got a new setup here. I got a new mic and I got an interface and, uh. Yeah. So if it sounds bad this episode, it's cause of trial and error and he was too fucking stupid to try it himself before we started. Hey, why don't you listen to me before you, you go off on a tangent? I'm saying I got the interface and I got a new mic and I got some monitoring headphones. So it feels a little new and different to me. So yeah, if there is any fuck ups or whatever trial and error, but hopefully it'll sound better. But anyway, this guy was busting my balls about not being quite prepared. And this guy had to shut his door because his fucking dog, mm-hmm. you weren't, you didn't have your door closed, bro. My door's never closed. It should be your podcasting. It's menu. always open. You're a professional. Always open. I, my, my Mikasa Asukasa. If you're ever in my neck of the woods, listeners come right in. This is the guy from Burn Notice. That dude right there. Are you saying he's the guy that uh, wants to make his own version that's obsessed with the movie? Yes, he's, uh, and it's kind of given us some backstory that he's not all there, baby. Okay. He's been in the nut house. See, the director, if you listen to the audio commentary, he will shit on scenes like this because this is scenes he didn't film and the studio made them put in later. And he's like, they completely re-edited the film. Fuck them. This sucks. Look, you can tell he's not even putting it in his nose. Fuck this movie. <laughs> but yeah, let's look at it. Look how it's felt like he's so nonchalant, like dreamy looking. He's pulling some cum into it. So they got a second unit guy to do these scenes because Joe, he didn't do them. Yeah. Or they make him. Berlinger, is that how you pronounce his name? Berlinger, Berlinger, I don't know. Bellinger, maybe. Not sure. So they... Ew. Look at that. Oh, look, they had to pump the cum out of his stomach. They felt like they needed to include these scenes as, like, backstory to justify his character? Yeah, basically, they just wanted... They didn't like the movie he turned in, so they wanted to, like... Make it a little fucking... Just change the tone of it. Like, a, a good, uh... For instance, is coming up right here. The opening song was originally a, uh... Fucking, uh... What, what was it called? Uh, what, what was that fucker's called? That's Life. I don't fucking know. That's Life. Oh, I don't know. It's not Frank Sinatra, is it? That's Frank Sinatra. The original opening song was Frank Sinatra. Is it? That's what all the people say right down in Santa Fe. They changed it to Marilyn Manson to give it a more rock and roll feel. Oh, really? But this song is cool, too. But he doesn't like it. He's like, I wanted Frank Sinatra. And this this whole fucking shot is a reference to his uh, first movie, baby. Oh, uh, Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost. They added all this gore, random flash that's happening for some reason. I really, really despise horror movies of this whole era that always had to have Marilyn Manson. You know, they always had to play. At least it's not Sweet Dreams. But, Fuck that song. You know, song. it's like movies like House on Haunted Hill. There's like a million movies, and they all they always had to have Sweet Dreams in, in the movie, or they had to have, like, Dragula, you know? These fucking mm. stupid late 90s songs. Idle Hands had Dragula. Idle Hands did? That's a good movie. Yeah. Had a music video in it. Just dates it so much, man. It's like... Uh, you you tell me you don't drive around listening to your, your Dragula? No. and I, re- I re- You don't burn through the ditches and shit? 
That's good shit. I really hate Marilyn Manson, though. Rob Zombie, I can tolerate. Oh, you're such a cum slut. Dude, he sucks, man. Oh, you can suck a dick up till you hiccup. This guy is rocking the two t-shirts. That's how 90s it is. You know, he's got the long sleeves underneath the short sleeve. Don't fucking bash his gig so hardcore, Cruster. So this guy is in Burn Notice with Bruce Campbell, and we want to do a uh, series overview of uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, so that kind of brings that full circle. Which, is it going to be a season overview, or we're just going to talk about the whole series? I can't remember if we did this for season one and two, did we? I mean, we can, uh, no, we didn't. We always wanted to. So I think we should, since the series is up and it's only three seasons, I think we can kind of touch on it all. Yeah, just go through episode by episode. Oh, I don't know about episode by episode, but how about season by season? I'll be able to give like a, I know there's a couple episodes in the first season, or at least one that I think could have been just left out completely. No, yeah, yeah. So, and we'll we'll get into all that stuff too. I think we can definitely sort of highlight certain things, but uh, but in short, as a teaser, I just finished it, and man, I was sad to see it end. But we'll get into that when we record it. Mm-hmm. This guy, he kind of looks like a bootleg James Franco. I would fuck him, but it, yeah. th- this movie—they're basically—he's taking a bunch of people to the place where the movie was filmed because they believe the shit. They're like, yeah, this is all real, man. This shit really happened. He's a big fan. He's going to take them there. They're going to fucking film it and uh, just have fun. And one of the characters is writing a book about the murders that really happened, and he's going to fucking see the original shit because of that. So what I wanted us to watch before we started, oh, there's uh, Erica Larson, Learson. What do you think of her? Hot or not? Uh, what is she from? Um, She was on the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She played Pepper. I don't remember that movie. She's a Wiccan in this movie. Dude, is that is that Peter Brady's wife? That's what it looks like. I don't know, but she's... I don't know. People talk about her. I don't know who she is. I've never seen her or anything else. But the thing I was I was talking about, it was a basically on the VHS, they did this genius way to market the movie, kind of. They basically played it up like it was the poltergeist thing or like Exorcist or The Omen. They're like, yeah, a bunch of crazy shit happened while we were filming this movie. And here's some, uh, you know, unused footage of shit just going weird while we were filming. But some of it still is in the movie. And, like, uh, basically, it was all bullshit. It was just a marketing thing. But, like, yeah, like, uh, at the end of it, it's like, yeah, rewind the tape and look at the, the letters flashing in the bottom right corner. And they'll spell words that lead you back to the movie and see this hidden shit that we didn't notice while we were filming it. And uh, the words were, and I'll quote, I quote them, water, mirror, grave, rug and door so that grave that she was laying on was the first one and but this is the theatrical version so only in the vhs version would it like whenever it cuts to her laying there it says treacle or something like that and then at one shot it for no reason it says lucifer so there were like little hidden things like that but yeah, they were like, yeah, they played it off like that shit. We didn't know that was Daryl, baby. And I believed him. I believed him. Now, when you say you like this movie, are you being for real? Or are you 
kind of saying you like this movie, kind of like the way you say you like Pauly Shore movies, a.k.a. you're just trolling. It, I, I think it's underrated. But what? I don't think it's a bad movie. People talk about like. What's the charm? I don't know. I just think it's entertaining. It's a fucking cool little story. Would you like it if you saw it today or is some of this because you saw it when you were younger? Because how old were you when this came out? Ah, 2000. So now I'm 28. So you would have been 10. Yeah. Roughly. So, I mean, that might make a difference. Do you own this movie? Is this is this on Blu-ray? I own the DVD. It comes with a fucking uh, a double-disc DVD or double-sided. And one side is the soundtrack. And it's got fucking Nickelback on it. Ew. Does it really? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I- I'll point it out when that Nickelback song comes up because it's Dude, amazing. Why did horror movies feel like they need to do this? Because maybe I'm wrong if I can't think of anything, but... In the, in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, etc., it was all about the score, even going way back further than that. And then it's like in the 90s, everybody's like, hey, we got to shove in all these shitty radio rock bands. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of did it in the early 2000s, too, like the soundtrack to uh, Freddy vs. Jason. But, but starting, yeah, but starting there, it, it mm-hmm. kind of just became a thing. Well, and... I mean the early 2000s, too, because you know how a decade is. It's like the decade is still kind of alive on life support, you know, in the couple of years into the new decade. Mm-hmm. So when I watch Freddy vs. Jason, even though that's like, what, 04, and there's some 90s-isms in it. And, you know, you can thank Ronnie Yu for that because obviously Bride of Chucky was 98. And they do kind of seem similar in tone to me where they have this color to them, this vibe to them. And. Bride of Chucky was the same way, man. Hey, we got to throw in White Zombie, Rob Zombie. Uh, we got to throw in mm. fucking El Nino and all these shitty new metal bands. You you heard of El Nino? This is El, El Negro. Negro. Why don't you come down here? Let me tap that ass. That chick was hot, too. Yeah, she was. Carla, Craig, and Carla. I, I, I never said she was hot, though, because she has the same name as my mom, which is weird. Oh, Carla? Yes. Yeah, that's weird. I don't understand people that are... Uh, I've always thought that was weird. I would never date anybody that had my mom's name or my sister's name or, or you know, anybody closely related to me's name um, because I find that weird. Can you imagine? It's like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to try and be Zach here. Oh, what's up? Carla, fuck yeah. Oh, I'm going to come, Carla. It would be weird. It'd fuck with you a little bit. I'd have to call her something else. You'd have to be like, I'm going to call you Candy Cane. Candy Cane. You can't do that because she'd be like, no, my name's Carla. Everybody calls me Carla and you need to get over it. I don't think women think it's weird. They would just be like, hey, fucking grow up. I, my, my best friend when I was like a little kid, not Riverman. He's been my best friend since like early teens. But prior to that, um, I had talked to this guy um, in the last, sometime in the last like 10 years, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years. And I, I mentioned that to him. I was like, yeah, man, I always, I always thought that was weird. I would never date anybody with like my mom's name. And he goes, I would. It's cute. Like, that's gross, dude. Like, yeah, it's cute. It's fine. It's cute. No, it's not. And he was dead serious. You're not fucking the name. You're fucking the hoe. Women do it all the time with like, uh, see, she, she's hot though. I did that. I've dated girls that, you know, their brother was named my name, right? And it didn't bother him. So yeah, that's weird. It's I don't think it's ever been a case with a with a, a father situation, but um, 
and I, you know, this TMI, but I dated a girl one time that had a kid and her and the kid shared a name with me too. <laughs> that didn't, that's okay. It's like, ah, uh, that would be weird. She could have closed her eyes and pretended she was fucking her kid. That's disgusting. I had to drop that in there. It's not a, it's not one of our commentaries unless I say something like that. So speaking of that, uh, derailing for a moment, because it reminds me of that one YouTuber who, you know, wants to fuck her kid and masturbate to her dad and all that weird stuff. Who is the, uh, the dog fucker again? What's her name? Whitney, Wisconsin. Whitney, Wisconsin. So it turns out I have a friend that knows her. <laughs> I heard she lives in <laughs> or something now. Oh, did she move? Okay. So I didn't, I think she used to be located out east because I have, um, I have a friend in sort of the, uh, you know, Philadelphia, New York area. And they were like, they were telling me about it casually. Like, yeah, it's like, there's this, I don't know if you've, it's like, they were talking about this person they know that was fuck. We got onto the topic about like bestiality. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me why. And she started to, I'm always talking about bestiality. I know. I know. That's normal for you. But she was telling me, um, she's like, yeah, she kept describing this person. That she knew, and uh, and then eventually she called her by first name in the story, Whitney. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is her last name Wisconsin? <laughs> I don't think that's her real last name, man. No, no, no. She's like, yeah, she's on YouTube. I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, that was that was a lot of fun to talk about. She deleted her YouTube. She put out a video crying about how I can't go anywhere without being recognized. And people are disgusted by me. And I'm like, what the fuck did you expect? Yeah, I mean, when you... When you put something online, you have to be prepared for it to uh, get exposed. You know, I mean, what are you putting it online for into the public? Exactly. Not to be heard. She just wanted to let us know that it's okay to fuck your dog because back during like, you know, the the old Egyptian days, they, they drew pictures of fucking their dogs. So they must have thought it was okay too. So something being okay in the, in the past is always good now. I mean, and the Romans used to... You have their men oil up and wrestle each other naked. That doesn't mean we're going to do that today. I mean, some people might. Well, we still do do that. It's wrestling. Yeah, but they were naked. Yeah, they should be naked. I'd watch it more. I want to see Bray Wyatt's cock. <laughs> see, would you fuck this chick? She's a Wiccan. She could cast a spell on you. She looks like a fake Wiccan, man. She looks like a movie Wiccan, you know, when you can tell it's just somebody they dress up. Oh, she's a Wiccan. She's a Wiccan. It's like uh, she looks like she jumped off of the movie The Craft. Exactly. Dude, I'm, I'm getting used to this whole setup. Like, my neck really hurts because I don't know how to position myself in front of this mic. And uh, I don't know if I should be dead in front of it or if I should if I can kind of hang to the side. But I feel a little uptight, you know? Yeah, you are. Always. Well, see, I'm used to talking in a microphone that sits on the desk and has a base. This one doesn't. It's, you know, on a arm mount, and I've got it coming from above, so. God, you're such a, you're such a fucking noob. Mine's always been on a fucking stand. I've always wore fucking uh, studio headphones, and you, you're just now doing it. You're such a noob. Now, your shit's not on a stand, dude, is it? Yes. What kind of stand? An, uh, uh, an average mic stand. That I can swing around and swivel around. So it's like an arm stand that hooks to your desk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, but you know what? I'm just kind of getting adjusted here. I think I got a good place. I'm moving it. I just want to get comfortable. Oh, oh, here. You're going to hear the fucking Nickelback song when they stop talking and kiss right here. It's pretty amazing. 
Okay, waiting for it. You know, uh, is it one of the radio oh, singles? I don't know what song it is, but I always just like, is that Nickelback? Riverman got dragged to a Nickelback concert one time with his wife. Did he come? No, he hated every minute of it. Oh, they're amazing. They're like this generation's Beatles. They're better. They, they're better songwriters. So, what's their goal here right now? So, they come into the woods. That is the vocalist from Nickelback right there. Hey, no. The camera. So, what's their goal being in the woods here? Now, this is he... Does he believe in the Blair Witch hype and he's trying to actually find it? Or is he just trying to make a new fake movie kind of like the first people did? Because it's meta. He believes in it, baby. And remember, he's been in the nut house. And so everybody else is pretty much the opposite where they're like, bro, that's a movie that was exposed. We watched the fucking cast show up at the MTV Movie Awards type of thing. Yeah, pretty much. But this guy's writing a book about the kill, the murders. So he wants to go for that reason. This guy also runs a website where he go he goes to like the woods and gets sticks and makes the stick figures and sells them on his website. He's he's obsessed with the movie. So a lot of these people talk about oh fucking uh, human centipede two it, it, it broke new ground. Fuck you. This did it first and before this fucking new nightmare did it. So fuck you too. Fuck me. <laughs> I like you in Centipede 2. 3 is where it shit the bed hardcore, man. I think they're all shitty, but the 2 was probably the best one. Uh, no, you know, when I saw the first one, I have the first two on Blu-ray. Um, I'm sorry. Hey, shut the fuck up for a second. But when I watched it, I liked it. I still, you know, think the first one's good. I liked it when I saw it. Um, you're, you're, that's just because you're a fucking ass burger. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I liked the, uh, I watched the second one with Riverman and we both liked it. But the third one, man, oh, that's a horrible movie. I don't know. Nothing happened to it, if I remember right. I don't know how Tom Six could have produced that piece of shit. I do. Because he produced them all. He should have quit while he was kind of ahead, you know? No, I think he should make another one now, part four. Make it take place in uh, the whole movie takes place in a toilet, and we're watching the fucking the, the the amoeba inside the toilet talking to each other, and then the uh, you know at the end the 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 guy that owns the toilet comes and sits down and shits. It'd be amazing. I watched it um, when it first came out. I watched it with my kid brother, and he was I don't remember how old he was, like five or or five or six, and he threw up. <sighs> <laughs> he couldn't take, you know, some Asian guy shitting in someone's mouth. You never see it happen, though. I know, but still, the implication. Being alcohol, nicotine, volume, volume, marijuana, ecstasy, and alcohol. I, I, this song, for some reason, I always remember it because it's this movie. So... I don't ever think about it enough, but Zach, you know, you were born in what year again? 90? 89. Late 89? November 89. Okay. So, you know, you being a few years younger than me, that, that can make a little bit of a difference. I mean, you you being like 10 years old, 8, 9, 10 years old during all this 90s bullshit horror, you probably do have a soft spot for some of it. Um, a lot of it I hate. But 
I mean, do you like I Know What You Did Last Summer and all that bullshit? No. Do you like Scream? I like Scream, okay. See, you know, when Scream came out, I was 10 um, or something like that. Because it came out in 96, right? Something like that, yeah. Or was it 95? Maybe. It might have been 95. I don't know, because Scream 2 came out in 97. So I don't remember if they were a year apart or not. Mm-hmm. Would you fuck this goth chick? I mean, yeah, she's attractive. She takes all that fucking Halloween paint off. When I die, I want fucking, I want my, like, tombstone to be a big fat fucking cock so that all the goth chicks could come and fuck my tombstone. Just ride the shit out of it. Oh, here was, here's another one of those, uh, fucking, uh, what was another one? Oh, water. This one was water. And, uh, on the VHS scene, uh, during the scene where she's drowning her kid in the water. You can see like this the fucking symbol of the the, the Blair Witch like kind of float across the water. Wait, wait, who is this and why is she drowning a baby? Ah, uh, she's she's dreaming. She's pregnant. She doesn't even have the baby yet, but she's like dreaming this. Oh, and maybe it's easier to follow, not doing a podcast for it. Mm-hmm. This movie's amazing. You'd be loving it if uh if uh we weren't talking over it though. The see this is the next day they wake up and all their fucking shit is just destroyed. Like uh all the research for the book he was writing is completely shredded and they don't remember anything happening. It's pretty fuck. It's like a, a typical Monday morning for me. But then yeah, you'll see later on the movie Whenever you'll, well, I'm not going to give it away, but you'll see, babe. My favorite uh, movie from this era, you know, the late 90s to the early 2000s is Cabin Fever. You know, out of all these movies that sort of have a vibe like this. Oh, yeah. A lot of people hate Cabin Fever. Oh, I think it's a fun movie. I, I think it's good. I like it okay. The remake was fucking shit. And it's virtually the same movie. Looking up some fucking trivia for this gem. Because it's so amazing. Contains several hidden images and words. Faces and stick figures throughout the feature. The movie features a hidden message if watched closely enough. That's only talking about the fucking the VHS version. Because none of that's in this. Unhappy with Joe Berlinger's Berlinger's version of the film, Harrison opted to reshoot certain scenes to add more traditional horror movie elements and recut the movie to make it more commercial. He repeatedly states in the DVD commentary that he doesn't like the changes and they messed up and ruined the ambiguous tone of the plot. Do you really think it would have been any better if it was the way he wanted it? I like to see his director's cut. I'd buy that shit. I'd buy the fuck out there real quick. I've still never watched Blair Witch, the newest one. It's not good. That's what I hear. I mean, I bought it on Blu-ray because they had it, it had it on sale somewhere, really cheap. See, you were shitting on me for owning this, and you bought the new one. Fuck you. You can suck my dick. I don't like these late '90s movies, dude. They're a big turnoff. You know, other movie that we've been meaning to do is like this too. The Rage 2. The Rage Carry 2. 
Yeah, we got to watch him so we can hear him say we got to get that nut. Yeah, I would have rather watched that. I would have rather watched that than this. It's because you're a little cunt. You're, you're just not willing to admit that this movie's great. But one day, one day you'll know. Gosh, this place got anything good? Like some garbage? I just want to see him name drop garbage awkwardly <laughs> in the movie because the screenwriter must have been a fan. Garbage is amazing. It just sounds so fake. It's almost as phony and forced as uh, Joshua Jackson name dropping Pantera and Mighty Ducks 3. Oh, oh, Pantera's uh, not as good as garbage, though. Correction, this- his, uh, the girl he liked name dropped Pantera. What now? Who's the singer of Garbage? What's her name? Uh, her name is Shirley Manson. That's so original. Like, who, why wouldn't you name yourself that? Nah, that might be her real name. Oh, well, fuck her then. It's not cool anymore. She could suck a dake. Preferably mine while I jack, well, I won't need to jack off. She's sucking it. My bad. So, let's bring this up because uh, I haven't talked to you in a little bit, but I haven't talked to you since uh, last week. But you got, but you and Matt got back from a big convention. Why don't you tell everybody where you went? Yeah, we went to fucking Horrorhound, babe. How'd it go, man? I, I was seeing the the pictures that you were sending here and there, but that was your first convention. What'd you think of it? Exhausting, huh? It was pretty fun, man. Yeah. Was it exhausting? My feet were killing me. See, she had a miscarriage. Oh, that's too bad. That dream fucking foresaw the future. No, don't say that's too bad. She's fucking lucky. She'll never have to feed a hungry mouth. Well, uh, assuming she doesn't get pregnant again. And that's one kid she has to worry not about, you know, being around you in this world. Exactly. Oh, hey, so did you buy anything at Horror Hounds or did you just kind of spectate? I got got a fucking autograph from Bruce Campbell and from uh, fucking, uh, I bought a Blu-ray of Eaten Alive. Nick Castle, right? I didn't get one from Nick Castle, Mac did, and uh, fucking, I'm blanking his name, the director of uh, Gremlins. Oh, uh, Joe Dante? Or- Joe Dante. Yeah. He was there unannounced, and he signed shit for free. For free? He didn't, did he sell stuff too, or? No. All the, He was there with a podcast, and all they asked was that you subscribe to the podcast. Oh, okay. So, did they... They were just asking you in good faith to do it, or they, like, forced you to do it before you could... They were asking in good faith. That's cool. I remember the name of it. What is it? Uh, Movies That Shaped Me, or something like that. Why didn't you just subscribe to it on your phone right then and there? My phone was almost dead. Gotcha. So, uh, did you get... You didn't get a picture of Bruce Campbell? You said he wasn't allowing photos? Yeah, like... Because he was going to be, oh, this this scene scared, creeped me out as a kid. Check this out. Well, whenever she moves the curtain. But yeah, he was going to be uh, like doing photo ops. VIP. The next day. So yeah, they didn't want to do that. They didn't want people to do They didn't want to cut into those profits. Yeah, that's what sucks about the photo ops. Just fucking stop. Does anybody actually utilize that? Like, I mean, it's different. Yeah, they, they fucking usually sell out. So, but the thing is, is I don't know why, because when I see a picture of someone in front of a backdrop and they're standing next to Bruce Campbell, I think, oh, they photoshopped that. That's not real. And it looks, they don't look cool to me. They look very informal and impersonal. Like, wow, all this picture. It's not like you ran into him on the street or you were having lunch with Bruce Campbell. It's just 
no, you paid a bunt load of money to go stand in front of a uh, backdrop with a convention name all over it, mm-hmm. you know, and pose awkwardly with him. But you'll hear more about our story of, of uh, Whorehound from, from straight from the horse's mouth. The horse says whenever uh, our next episode comes out because we're putting out a fucking a new episode every week this next month. It's uh, the fucking month of full moon, baby. Oh, that's cool. Because it just so happens we watched a bunch of full moon movies. Well, that's cool. Was Charles Band there? No. He makes the rounds. I'm surprised. They probably wouldn't have him, man. He does like little ones. Yeah. He's kind of a, he just comes off like a snake oil salesman type, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, they had, uh, they had a table there and Mac bought a couple of things, but they had one of those original quote unquote original wizard video big boxes. And it was, it was I spit on your grave and I was like, Oh, how much for this? And they're like, uh, we usually sell them for 50 bucks. Uh, it's just a reproduction tape in there, but it's a ri- an original big box that we found in a warehouse. And then I remembered, like, oh yeah, all that shit happened where people were like speculating whether or not they're even really original and they might just be reproductions. Did you ever see that video? No. This guy that runs a website called VHS Dungeon, he basically had an original and he was like, oh, I want another one. I'm going to buy one of these new unearthed big boxes. And he's, he's looking at him, he's like, I think these are reproductions. Uh, just look at the label here. Like he, he basically pretty much sealed the fucking deal. Everybody watched that video was like, yeah, those are reproductions. So much so that fucking, uh, uh, what's his name responded to it. Band? Yeah, band. What do you say? I forget names too easily. He's like, that's absurd. First of all, to reproduce these, it would cost a bunch of money. That was his fucking big, that's not true, here's why. And to think I would have that kind of money is absurd. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I mean, I literally, my autograph devalues things. <laughs> why would I have money? Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, if you, you go to fullmoon.com and get a, a Blu-ray, you could get it for five bucks cheaper if you let him sign it first. Genius. I wonder if that's like an inside joke or if he just literally drops the value because he has to open it. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Because when I saw him at a convention and I met him and talked to him, um, I did buy some stuff from him. And <laughs> to get, like, he signed everything. They It was, like, uh, open shit. Everything was opened, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, uh, I don't know. I did when, when Riverman and I were at the convention where he was at. Uh, it was a pretty good deal. They were promoting their uh, Full Moon streaming service. Yeah. Which I've still never gotten. It was a pretty good deal, though. Like, I couldn't say no. I never once watched a single movie on it, though. But anyway, the deal was, if you signed up for, uh, like, a month, like, a try, or, you know, whatever. Or, no, it was um, it was super cheap, man. It was, like, fucking a year or six months. Uh, and it wasn't very much money. I don't remember how much I paid. It was, like, 30 bucks for a year. And if you signed up for for one year for, like, 30 bucks, you could pick out, it was, like, five or six Blu-rays. Nice. So it was a great deal. Yeah. And that's where I got like uh Taurus Trap and Castle Freak and shit like that. They had a fucking uh Empire video box set. You can only buy them in the box set. That's the only way they can sell it because they don't own the rights to uh you know fucking Empire Pictures anymore. And it was like fucking two hundred something bucks. Oh. Oh, and at the time he was also giving away uh I think they were giving it away. I think they just threw it in. Um uh, 
it was I think it was his new their newest film at the time, like a DVD. I don't even like DVDs, but it wasn't on Blu-ray. Ooga Booga. No, it was no. They were selling Ooga Booga replicas though. Uh, they were they had they had some pretty cool uh, puppet master dolls and shit like that and stuff. But no, it was um, PMS Cop. So I have a DVD of PMS Cop, but I've never watched it. I never heard of it. Yeah, it doesn't look too good. The the PMS Cop herself was there. Handing out the, the Blu-rays or the DVDs. They're like, Charles Band will sign them for you. I'm like, no, wait, I don't want that. Oh, it's too late. Did, was she like dark-headed and did she sound like a cartoon character? I don't remember, man. You act as if these people made an impression on me. The chick that was selling stuff when we were there was dark-headed and sounded like a cartoon character. And she was kind of cute. Was she like, hey! She just she sounded like Angelica or something. Oh, okay. And which reminds me, the chick that did Tommy Pickles and... uh. You know, she was in the Pee Wee movie was there, too. Oh, really? Is she still hot, or did she finally get old? Ah, uh, she looks like she did in, uh, fucking 31. Oh, fuck that movie. I forgot she was in that. I knew she was in, uh, Devil's Rejects. I wanted to get a soundbite with her, and I was going to have her do it with Tommy Pickles. See, why didn't you guys get a bunch of soundbites? Matt got a couple. What'd he get? Or he just got one, actually. But he, he bitched out. On Nick Castle. I was going to have Nick Castle say, hey, I'm Nick Castle. I directed Dennis the Menace and did a couple other things of less value. But you're listening to Mac and Zach. He directed Dennis the Menace? Yeah, he also directed Major Pain. He fucking directed Major Pain? Yeah. I figured it'd be funny if we had him say the least noteworthy thing he'd done. Like, don't mention that you played the original Michael Myers. Just say, I directed Dennis the Menace. I'd be fucking killer. Interesting. So he got a Nick Castle soundbite, is what you're saying? He didn't. He bitched out on that one. Oh, what did he say? He didn't ask him. He bitched out. He got one from Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. Wow, Kane Hodder gave one? Mm-hmm. What he, Kane Hodder was a fucking asshole to me when I've met him, so... He was wearing a twisted wristband when we saw him. Yeah, he's fucking gay. So what uh, What did the soundbite say? Don't fucking call Kane Hodder. Fuck you. We sure know better with Kane Hodder. With Jason. Yeah, I know. I saw that. You'll see what the soundbite said one day, you fuck up. Am I just going to give it all away before you see it? <laughs> did he did he get the did he get the script down or did he have to like try a couple of times or ask what the fucking thing was called? He actually he misunderstood Mac and thought Mac asked for an interview. Oh, no. So and he still he said yes. Yeah, he did, which was weird. What? He just kind of like. You'll see when that comes out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me. So he thought he was inquiring about an interview and he said yes. And then Matt kind of just rolled with it. Or what'd he do? You'll see. You'll see, baby. Why won't you tell me, man? We're bros. Because you'll have to see it. You have to seize it. Did he get an interview or he just get a soundbite? It's a soundbite. Why didn't he do an interview, man? He could have done an interview. Because uh, there's a lot of people there, and I wouldn't want to do it either. I don't like fucking talking to people, period. So if I'm famous... That's weird, though. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised he was going to allow an interview when he- there was a line of people. Yeah, he basically just gave us uh, a one kind of answer thing, and that was it. But you'll see it. All right. You will. All right. It better be worth this wait. And which reminds me, remember how uh, we called you while we were doing the third part of Resident Evil Zero? Uh-huh. 
We ended up not finishing it. It sucked. What the fuck happened? We'll have to redo that. Wait, what happened? I kept fucking up, and I was making the video longer than it needed to be. So I was like, I'm just going to, we're going to stop this. I'm going to play through it so that I could do it quicker when we actually do it. Damn, I thought we were going to have that to upload this Sunday. You thought wrong, you fucker. You thought wrong. The only people that suffer are the fans. They suffer, and they suffer for our art. They do. So, well, our su- they suffer for our lack of art. Apparently, did you guys partake in any after partying at the uh, Horror Hound? Nope. Did you make any new friends at the Horror Hound? Some of the patrons. Nope. So what'd you do then? You just walked around, and stared at people. We hung out, baby. Did you do anything while you were there? Was it Indianapolis? Yep. Did you do what? What did you do when you were in the city? Nothing. And you're saying you had a good time. Yep. Interesting. Just checking. I don't fucking want to hang out in Indianapolis. Fuck that. That's the state where uh, our, our our Lord and Savior Mike Pence comes from. <laughs> He's amazing, by the way. He may become president sometime. <laughs> that whole thing going on is crazy. I don't really think it's appropriate for this uh, podcast, but. Oh, it's amazing. Which thing are you talking about that went on? I don't even know. Oh, the trials and whatnot. You don't need all that shit. Oh, yeah. It's old news by now. So much weird things happen that one happens and it's just it's old news by the, the next day. I just don't want to get political on this podcast is what I'm saying. That's because you're a little baby bag bitch. Oh, this her, baby- her swinging around the tree is a reference to Evil Dead too. And she's showing her tits. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously I have to consider the fact that I've never seen this before and I have to consider the fact that I'm doing a commentary and I'm bullshitting with you about other stuff, but I'm trying to gauge if I would actually like this movie if I was watching it alone, you know, and I could actually... From now on, from from the point when they get to his, like, warehouse till the end, the movie is just a big mind fuck. Oh, it's one of those movies. So it gets better or it gets worse? I like it. I think it's going by at a snail's pace. She needs nicotine, ecstasy, and alcohol. Cocaine. That song is cool. Hey, how much? Uh, how much was Bruce Campbell charging for his autograph? He was charging forty bucks. Was was that on top of what you had to buy, or did it come with the eight by ten or whatever? Eight by ten was free. Free my ass. I wasn't gonna pay for any fucking uh, any autograph, but I, I was there. I was like, you know what? He just got done doing the show, which I was a fan of. I don't know if I'll ever see him again. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, it's, are you going to at least get it framed, or is it just like in a drawer somewhere? It's already framed. Yeah. I just think those 8x10s are so shitty. I mean, I, I don't think they look good on people's walls. Mine's the original VHS box art of Evil Dead, which is dank as fuck, though. Um, he had a lot of good ones there. I'm sure they were just kind of... Sh- Did he have a big line? Was it really busy? 
You had to fucking get a card. We we got there at like, I don't know, 10, 11. We got a card that told us when we could come back and get in line, which was at like 3.30. So, but I'm saying the experience was like shuffling cattle, right? Mm-hmm. We only got to talk to them for like, I don't know, a minute at the most. Oh, you actually got a minute? That's a lot. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes those things are pushing you through, pushing you through. All right, sign, sign, by, sign, by, sign, by, sign, by. I would like to talk to him for like a, a 30 minutes, but we couldn't. But I'm saying a minute's pretty good. What did um what did you have to say? Did you talk about Ash vs. Evil Dead? Uh, basically, I I fucking I I got stage fright. <sighs> I was like, I didn't know what to say to him. I wanted to go up with and his girlfriend so that I wouldn't ask him the same questions that they just asked when they were ahead. But like, I, they went up without me. Oh, here's a, here's a good scene. They got these fucking weird, the, the thorn mark is on him. He's fucking, uh, he's part of the thorn cult. He's going to end up fucking his niece. I would still fuck her if she did that to me. So, so you got scared, but what did you end up saying in the one? If, if you were there for a minute, that's, it was just dead silence for a minute. See, it was a mind fog. It didn't happen, baby. But no, I, I was, I was like, I, I, I said the same thing. I'm sure everybody said to him, uh, oh, no ash, huh? Ash is done, huh? He's like, no. He's like, ah, oh, yeah. There comes the times you gotta put that stuff behind you. It gets stale. And then, uh, yeah, we just kind of. Uh, Mac was. Uh, he, he asked Mac like, oh, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I'm from. He's like, what do you do there? And, he, and then he's like, uh, we're getting because he fucking, he froze up too, didn't know what to say. No. So yeah. So and then, like, before I walked away, I just like, yeah, I, I, I kind of shook his hand. I'm like, yeah, Evil Dead is my favorite horror movie. Thanks for all the years of entertainment, baby. So you totally fanboyed and gave fucking generic fanboy fucking. I did. Yeah. And then I walked away. And you probably regretted it like I'm an idiot. No. I was fine with it. You gotta ask him something good. Man, uh, Lush from way back in the day, right? He said uh, he met Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell was doing a, bo- a book signing tour for If Chins Could Kill, his first novel. Uh, his first book, rather. Um, back in, I want to say it was like 2001 or two. And I remember... He was up at the Barnes and Nobles that was literally like a quarter of a mile, if that, from my house. Like, I used to walk up over there all the time. And I wanted to go see him, but I remember there were some things that happened and I couldn't, but I really regretted it. Anyway, Lush went, and this is before I knew Lush, but Lush went and he said when he got up to bat to get him to sign the book, it was the same thing. He's like, I froze up. And all I could think of was like, uh, how much blood did they use in Evil Dead 2? And Bruce Campbell, he's always Bruce Campbell. He usually never really turns. That's why I'm surprised you're saying he was nice, asking questions like, oh, what do you do? Where are you from? Yada, yada. That doesn't sound like him. I was originally going to say like, oh, the fact that you didn't get an Oscar for Bubba Hotep is fucking travesty. But but then I was like, maybe I shouldn't because he, be, he might be too witty for me and I might not be able to come back quick enough. So I didn't say that. No, no, because he usually never turns it off. That's why I'm surprised he did the whole, like, small talk, where are you from type of deal. Because he pretty much is always Ash when I've seen him uh, being witty. And to people that don't know any better and know how he is, it kind of comes off like he's being an asshole. 
Mm-hmm. But that's just kind of how he, so I'm surprised. But anyway, he said when, you know, went up there. Sorry, Lush, I just said his name. Ah, fuck it. You doxed uh, him. They're going to be swatting him soon. He went up there and he got nervous and he's like, uh, how much blood was there in Evil Dead 2? How much blood did you use in Evil Dead 2? And, and Bruce Campbell just kind of, he says, he says, Bruce looked at him like with kind of a fucking retarded look <laughs> on his face. Like, and he just goes, I don't know, kid, lots and lots. <laughs> you know, and he's like, he's like, when he said that, my fucking heart sank into my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, kid, lots and lots. Fuck, get out of my face, type of thing. What, what's he? What's he? Hey, yo, Vira, I got you something to suck the blood out of. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she says, "Yeah, whip it out." I would have instantly came if she said that. I could probably get. Uh, I almost got an interview with Bruce Campbell once. On a podcast. Down to be cool, babe. I I had reached out to him. Uh, fuck, what was it for? I think it was when they were doing the new Evil Dead movie, right? When they were starting to press that. And he was obviously a producer. And I reached out to him. And he replied back to me. I mean, he was emailing me back and forth. And ultimately, he said, uh, he's like, right now, burn notice is still on the air. And contractually... He's like, contractually, I can't do interviews because I'm working on the USA show right now. And he's like, there was contractual obligations with different studios. And mm-hmm. he's like, I can't do any. He said, but this is when Burn Notice was ending. This is the final season. And he had said, but, uh, you know, reach back out to me when Burn Notice ends and then we'll, we can line something up. And I just, I just never did. It just, that was some months down the road. But it was pretty cool that he, you know, responded back to me and stuff. Mm-hmm. This chick's a total bitch. I had to still fuck her, though. She's probably the cutest Peggy I've ever seen. Peggy's are never hot. Are you talking about the chick with the nail file? Yeah. I don't find her attractive, but she kind of reminds me. Oh, fuck you. She reminds me of every uh, person that we prank call. Like, that's what they're like. We prank call some, like, little general store late at night, and they just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And they're tired of dealing with your shit. We got some that we still need to put out. Yeah, you should put some on this, man. We still got, uh, maybe it'll be on this. I don't know, but we got to do uh, the guy we got a million times. <laughs> mm-hmm. So maybe that'll maybe that'll end up on there. Should we put that on Mag and Zach or on here, even though isn't on the episode? No, dude, come on. You got to do it on here. All right. It won't make sense, though. Why not? Who cares? Special. It's They always go on the bookends. It doesn't matter. Oh, apparently when she was doing this little seance thing, that was a real, like, it was in, like, a witchcraft book. And apparently she got, like, like, real, like, uh, apparently it got pretty fucking weird on the set when they did that. But that could just be, could just be, you know, group hysteria. Group hysteria. More lies. Could be more lies. More lies to try and sell the movie. Oh, it didn't, it wasn't said to sell the movie. It just kind of came up in the commentary. Like, what's he looking at her for? What the fuck? He's a weirdo. That guy was in the mental institution, I remember. Look at that disc man, dude. Oh, look, P.O.D. Fucking P.O.D., baby. <laughs> None of these are radio songs, so, but yet you know who they are, so that tells me you really rock the soundtrack a lot. I don't even know that was P.O.D. It just sounded like his voice. Instead of taking the test, I have the tube of the chest. Wayne from the school, the school on Knox, who's ready to rock. 
Are you ready to rock? Love it up, do it up, love it up, bop. I thought it was just funny how two shitty new metal pop rap rock bands both had boom songs on the radio at the same time. Mm-hmm. You had uh, you had them. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Ready or not, it's all right. And then you had saliva. Click, click, boom. You know. Mm-hmm. Click, click, boom. On those Saturdays when kids go out and play, yo, I was up in my room. I let the stereo play. <laughs> it's all inside of me. Yeah. Oh look, what's this? What's in the bag? What what is this? Some uh oh it looks like the thing I had to dig in my shit with for the uh, colonoscopy thing. The nail file. It's the nail file. Why is it in there? Why is it covered in blood? That's weird. Maybe that'll make sense someday. I don't know. Weird weird hunch I got. Maybe one day when we're in our fifties that'll make sense. Yeah, my chair still sucks and still keeps sinking to the floor. Yeah, it does suck. My my chair is squeaky too. That's the next thing I gotta upgrade. Yeah, I no, try not to move no, too much. You need to upgrade your computer, baby. I haven't had any. Well, see, I wanted to. I, I, I tried to see if I had any um, a damaged hard drive. I don't, and there's no reason why the computer should be doing that. And I upgraded the program. I mean, I updated it and it was still doing it. So I'm trying to do trial and error and see what the fuck is wrong. So I got um, two new programs, uh, recording programs. I'm going to try those. And I would have done that on this podcast, but um, there's a little bit of a learning curve. One of them is Pro Tools. So it's I just jumped into this. But uh, I'm going to see if maybe that solves it. But so far, I haven't had an issue, Zach, on this. And I'm on Audacity. I would assume Pro Tools would tax your RAM more hardcore, Cruster. Yeah, me too, but it's worth a shot because there's no fucking reason that I can find out why. There's no reason why it should be doing that. I mean, my everything's in check. It's all the porn you look up. You got a virus. No, I I, I only use this computer. Dude, who looks up porn not on their phone these days uh, if they are? So uh, the only thing I use this PC for is podcasting. Podcast, that's it. And, and base it in my watch YouTube videos, you know, that's it. But I don't really use it for anything else. I've got different things for different activities, right? You don't so, even like show your cock to people on Omegle or something? I don't even know what Omegle is, so that's an easy answer. That's probably too old. That's probably an old... Uh, see, I outed myself as not knowing what that shit is, because that's probably defunct by now, too. You're probably all about the chatterbait. Is, is that another... Yeah, I, that's been around forever too. I just found out Chatterbait was like a like a month ago from somebody they mentioned it, and yeah, you can go on Chatterbait right now, and it's people with webcams doing fucking nasty shit. Cool. And you can just go into different rooms. Yeah, it's just like what the fuck. Remember Chat Roulette? Chat Roulette. Yeah. Whose brainiac idea thought that wasn't going to go south? <laughs> oh, it went exactly how it should have. You know, it's and it was just a bunch of guys jerking off. I don't understand. Exactly. The best is whenever you find one and don't leave immediately. You just sit there and like start giving them a jerk off encouragement because then they get pissed off. Like, I don't want a fucking dude to watch me. Fucking hang up. No, I think uh, most of them don't care. They have to know it's dudes, man. They usually uh, always had to hang up on me. I never hung up on them. That's fucking weird. That's awesome. It's genius. So, See, look, they they got the thorn on them and shit. 
Her clothes? She's running around naked somewhere. It's all inside of me. She's Jewish. So, uh, anyway, what do you think about this film so far? You know, I, it's like what I was saying earlier. It's really, it's really hard to give a film its proper due when I've never seen it before and I'm watching it for the first time while I'm bullshitting with you. Um, but, but then again, there have been movies I've watched where I got a lot of enjoyment out of them, even in that environment, like, you know, Terrifier, right? Stuff like that. So, I, I can already tell this wouldn't be my kind of movie. Oh, fuck you. It's a mind bender. So the fact that you're not paying attention is only going to hurt it. So what's going on right now? But you know what? Your opinion doesn't matter anyway. You want to know why? No, I don't. You're fucking a white male! Did you not hear that? Yeah, I did. I'm a fucking white male. I get it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'd like to speak to Minister Gearson, please. That's all you gotta say anytime. Like, oh, your opinion doesn't matter because you're white male, so fuck you. Yeah, his daughter. You fucking white male. Basking in your white maleness. It is what it is, bro. Do you think white male men are the most oppressed on the the uh, oppression Olympics? What kind of they are kind of white male men who are male. What kind of question would that be? No, dude, come on. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not even going to take your troll bait. Because you're a pussy. Why are we seeing all this shit? Okay. A, a, a non-pussy would have taken my troll bait. So what's going on right now? What, what, where are we at in the plot? What's going on? Try and get me engaged here because so kind of boring. Yeah, it's because you're a fucking retard and you can't, you know, if, if, uh, you know, there isn't a kill happening every two minutes, you're, you're confused and shit. See, all that's happening now is that fucking weird things have been happening since they came back. They got weird markings growing on their bodies. They're, they fucking don't remember what happened that night when all their shit got wrecked. And on their videotapes, they're seeing weird fucking footage of just uh, like, See, that's them wanting, like, flashes of just weird things happening. And they don't know if that, that tour group came back and fucked up their shit while they are passed out or not. And this guy's calling him every once in a while, like, yeah, there was a murder over here. I'm sure you did it because you were in the loony bin. Uh, that, that's some solid evidence on his part. But yeah, like it's, it, they're like, oh, it happened in the fucking, where the Blair Witch happened. It must have been you. You're always coming out here, man. But yeah, they don't know what's going on. That's basically what's going on. And they're getting ready to see a, a news report that the, the tourist group that they thought came back. Remember the guy that, the, the main guy looked like, uh, fucking the guy from, uh, Nickelback? Yeah. They're dead now. Oh, good. That's the flashes we keep seeing throughout the movie of people getting killed. That sheriff kind of looks like uh, the cameraman from uh, Hellraiser 3. Kenny the cameraman. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That guy, he, he would have made this movie better with his shitty acting. Uh, the overdub? Yeah. Time for your close-up, Joey. Isn't that funny that that's the only movie in that series we've done? Dude, is that guy, like, photoshopped in there? <laughs> they look real. Oh, we didn't. We just did Hellraiser three. That was it. Yeah. Why? 
I don't know. Because we always like to start with obscure sequels. Like this. Yeah. I I would like to do uh, Bloodline. would be a lot of fun. And we'll eventually do the first one. The first one, I could talk a lot. It's kind of a slow burn movie, but it's one of my favorites, obviously. But it's it's real slow. And if you didn't have a lot to say, that could be a disaster for a commentary. But, you know, there's so much shit to talk about with the first Hellraiser, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it would be a great commentary. So we could do that one. I could do the second one. To me, the second one is the slowest of the movies. Yeah. It's just so slow. And the second one's one of those movies that I tried to watch multiple times and I've only made it through once. And some people love it. You know, Josh James from R rated. Uh, we were talking about that. Uh, I think it was after Joe Bob did Hellraiser on the, uh, drive-in thing. We need whatever the fuck he's smoking to think that's a good movie. We need some of them pills. So we were talking about it and we thought it was a good idea. We haven't spoken about it since, but we thought it was a decent idea to to do like a podcast talking about the first one versus the second one and with uh, two polarizing opinions, you know, because it is pretty split, right? You know, Josh would represent the side of people that really like the second one a lot. And I would represent the, the side of the people that think it's not that good. I think... I think it hurts the first one. I think it all it does is damage the first one personally. I don't. I do. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't kill the first one for me at all. I mean, I still love it, but it doesn't do the first movie any service because it just, I think movies that it's like the Halloween two thing, except I like Halloween two, but more often than not, when you pick up a movie right after the first one like that, where it almost makes them one piece, you're just gonna, you're just setting yourself up for failure. In my opinion, uh, I mean, Hellraiser one was all about the hypotheticals or not the hypotheticals, but the, the visual fucking with your mind. And, and, you know, you see a little piece of hell and that's the Cenobites coming through and, and just seeing like, Oh my God, these guys look like this. I wonder what, I wonder where it looks like where they come from. And they're talking about what it's like there and how, you know, torturous and suffering it'll be. It, it makes your mind run rampant, but. I think two needed some extra, some more Cenobites for one. Yeah, no, I agree. Having the exact same ones was a bad mistake. A different chick playing the other one. You know, like the chick was different. Would you fuck that chick's neck hole? Yeah, why not? I mean, if I was in hell, why not? It looks ripe as fuck. When in Rome. But yeah, the second one, it's like, okay, well, let's, we're now we're going to take you to hell and we're going to show it to you. It's like, no, it just looked really shitty and it didn't. You know, it, it, it's it's not going to ever stand a chance to what you cooked up in your imagination. So, uh, it, it just kind of went against the brilliance of the first one, which was less is more. Because they, they really made that work for them. Mm-hmm. An owl appears several, in several scenes in the movie. In some cultures, an owl is a sign of death. Oh. Okay. See, this movie's too deep for you. It's also the uh, annoying ass owl from Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Oh look, there she is. is she naked? She's showing her tits. She naked? She's showing her tits. I wish I had more hands so I could give those titties four thumbs down. <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! Those are nice titties. I like all the titties, babe. <laughs> they're tiny. Oh, they're fine for me, babe. Itty bitty. Itty bitty titties. No, I, I like I like all breasts, man. I like small breasts, medium breasts, large breasts. It's okay. Ridiculously comically huge breasts. It's fine. They're all good. I think titties can be too big. 
The ones that you... No, I, I want the ones that I need two hands to hold up over my head. Whatever. I think, uh, like, there was one chick that I remember had freakishly huge tits that I was like, that's terrible looking. It's usually really, really, really overweight women that have the freakishly big ones. Although the film was poorly received, it was a box office success and has a large cult following. It was a box office hit? Yeah. Why? What was the budget on it and what did it pull? Um, I don't know. I'll have to look in a minute, baby. I'm going to look it up. I'll look it up. No, I'll look it up, you motherfucker. I Get got off it. my fucking Kool-Aid. I, I already had dibs. No, I got it, bro. I said it first. I got it, motherfucker. You can suck my dick. I want to say I, I saw that it didn't make its money back in the opening day, but then it, it worldwide it made a little over its budget. So I don't see how that was a success. No, they have to make two and a half times for it to be considered. Maybe it was a success based on the 90s, though. So, okay. No, it was a success because the budget was $15 million, and worldwide it made $47.7 million. Okay, what I saw wasn't all that then. So, yeah, you, you might have saw the domestic gross, which was 26, 26400000 ish So, yeah, they technically uh, tripled their money. So, it was a hit. Ah. For, for you know, as far as turn of... I mean, I don't know if I call that a hit, but it turned a profit. The character of Kim Diamond is inspired by famous heavy metal singer King Diamond. Oh, Yeah. The goth chick. So, just in name alone. Because she doesn't look uh, anything like King Diamond. She's goth. Do you know King Diamond? Are you familiar with his work? Yeah, he's got corpse paint on, right? I'm a big fan of his. Not a fan. Oh, I think he's awesome. He's great. It's like cartoon music. No, it's amazing. If you're a cartoon character. He has a song called No Presents for Christmas. Cool. I saw King Diamond live. Uh, he isn't, he's a fucking with that war on Christmas shit. I think I saw him live three or four years ago, and it was absolutely brilliant. It was so good. And it's very theatrical in the whole deal, but uh, I love Merciful Fate, too, his original band. They're great. Which Merciful Fate's a little less theatric, you know. It's not. It's it's more of a straight up uh, old, you know, early '80s type of heavy metal sound with those same like high pitched falsetto Kevin McAllister vocals. Mm-hmm. Christmas tree, I'm certain. You know, my throat hurts just thinking about it. It's Christmas. I'm going. I can't do it. Thankfully. <laughs> I watched. Did you happen to see Macaulay Culkin on Joe Rogan's podcast? I don't really watch Joe Rogan that often, unless it's like a good guest. You didn't even listen to Polly Shore and you fucking want to suck his nuts. Yeah, I didn't listen to his, though. How good, how good is it? How good is the guest got to be? I don't know. I listened to the Steven Pinker one. That's the only one I can think of that I listened to. So. 
<laughs> Macaulay Culkin when Josh James was like, yeah, I couldn't finish that one because Macaulay Culkin was getting under his skin the way he was, just so annoying and flamboyant and just talkative. I listened to it. He was he was very nice. He was very uppity. Uh, he's very sexually ambiguous. I mean, he mentions having a lady friend and obviously, but he's got like painted nail polish and he's very effeminate. So I guess he's just one of those types of guys, but... He's metrosexual. He was very uppity and chuckly, which is good. And uh, but I don't know. I, I just I got this vibe that maybe he's a Scientologist. No, he just kind of put off this vibe like he was the only person that really cared about what he was talking about. You know, it's like even I don't know all the stuff he was trying to promote and talk about was really stupid. Like nobody gives a shit about this. They talk about his, his pizza cover band that covers Velvet Revol... What's the band? The Velvet Underground? Pizza Underground. Yeah. Yeah, Velvet Underground. I said Velvet Revolver. <laughs> pizza Revolver. Did you ever see that video of that guy on the news that was, like, imitating a dog? I saw him bending over, and he just starts fucking... <laughs> that guy... You just had that sound drop ready? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never seen that. It's awesome. Check it out. No, you have all this crazy time to just scourge the fucking internet and find all these crazy, like, crazy videos online. And they're not even, like, viral videos. Like, Zach finds all the videos that should be viral, but they're not. <laughs> you know, like the, my skins. skins. That's not viral. Like, how many hits does that have? I don't remember. <laughs> but every video you show me that's fucking weird as fuck doesn't, hasn't ever been really noticed. And I see, I don't really know how you figure, find these videos. I, how is she standing there if she's dead? Is she attached to something? I don't know. We're going to find out. Is her body that stiff? Is she not dead? Is she going to come alive? No. She comes alive. That guy looks like Steve Carell. Do what? Nothing. The guy looks like... I said that guy, should, that, he should be Steve Carell, that guy. Oh. Oh, which reminds me, I, I watched the entire series of The Office. I tried to watch it, like, I don't know, once or twice over the years, and never got into it till like, the last time. Same. Same with me. Same with me. And what the fuck happened with Steve Carell on that last episode? I didn't watch it. I've never seen the... I've, I've tried to watch it once or twice, like just like you, and I never watched it. I just can't quite... I don't allow myself to get into it. It's not that I wouldn't like it. You should just start with the second season rather than the first. Why? I don't know. It just it got better from there. Like most shows. The first season's okay, but second season just starts out funny. Well, I mean, do you not miss any setup that the first season had? No. You really don't? No. There's no arc that carries over? Not really. So, when you got through the whole thing, when it was all said and done, do you think it was, you know, worth all the hype that it gets, even today? Uh, it was enjoyable for what it was. It's it's in the meme culture, hardcore. Yeah. The, 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 the last episode was fucking weird, because Steve Carell kind of leaves, like, uh, two seasons away from the last season. But then they brought him back for the last season. And the way he, he is in that last episode screams that they got rid of him because he wanted more money or something. Because he shows up and ha he, in the entire episode, he has two fucking lines 
one of which is like, oh, that's what she said. This is like the throwaway joke. And then another one later when he says something about like, oh, yeah, it's like I'm watching my kids get married or it's like my kids grew up and they're getting married in front of me. Weird. And he says two things in the whole episode. And it just makes me think, did he want more money? So they're like, no, we're going to take out most of your lines and we're going to pay for the amount of lines you got in it. Really weird. Interesting. I've also never watched shows like Lost either. Never watched that. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I've never seen. I haven't either. I started watching the Mr. Bean show. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chicks lezzing out. What's going on here? See, this is what happens when they reverse the tape. Because that makes sense. So they're seeing that they were the ones that trashed all their equipment. Is this real? Does this really happen, or is it all, like, fake? You'll see. So what movies have you watched lately, man? Um, oh, I watched Hereditary. Oh, was that any good? Don't spoil it, because I'll, I'll, I might, I hear it, is it by the same people that did The Vavitch, The Witch? It, it's not, but it, it seems like that movie. It's a like, it's like that. So, what did you the think? Ending was, the ending was so kind of just out of left field that I want to watch it again. Before I give an opinion. Oh, so it is like The Witch. Yeah. So it's one of those movies where you're not sure what to think of it on the first go around. Yeah. I mean, I'd say watch it at least once. But yeah, I don't know. I can't say if I like it or not. If it's one, I'll go back to. But I want to watch it again, so I guess it is one I'll go back to. When it streams, I will. I didn't watch... uh, Fuck, what's that other movie, man? God, what's that other movie that was... The Void... Did you see that? Yeah, it's on Netflix, I think. Yeah, that's streaming. Did you did you watch that? Is it any good? Um, I I just thought that was okay. Because I remember when that was out, they kind of looked like a movie that was kind of like okay, it's part of this whole witch thing where these indie slow burn hit movies are starting to come out, you know. But uh, mm. is it worth a watch or not? Nah? Would you say pass? I don't remember much about it, so maybe not. Okay, that's a butt. See, look, she's fucking, she's, she looks like she's fucking doing seances or something. It's the Blair Witch. Oh, they hit the tapes. Oh. It's all making sense now, bro. I don't think I watched anything new this week. I watched um, at Harkins Theaters here in the West. They have Tuesday night classics at the theater. Mm-hmm. One showing at 7 p.m. And so I like to catch those sometimes because... Those are more fun to me, seeing a movie that I probably own and have seen a million times with like a full theater of people that already know the lines and stuff. It's a lot of fun. I saw Tango and Cash there. Uh, Stallone nice. and Kurt Russell. Love it. Jack Palance. Cash and Tango. Tango and Cash. Why did they make a sequel? They should have. We should bring Tango and Cash into the Mac and Zack movie with Bill and Ted. Yeah, we need to just re, re like re fucking reunite all the fucking duos. A, a couple nights ago, since they added it to Netflix, Wayne and Garth too. Since they added it to Netflix, I watched um, Young Guns, the first one. Have you ever seen that? No, I've seen Young Guns one and two a bajillion times. Young Guns two, especially, was one of those movies that was just always in my house, and we always had the VHS. And my mom would watch it all the time, and she was a big fan. We just watched it so many times. It was like a Harley Davidson, the Marlboro Man, or or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So they put the first one on Netflix, and those are fun movies. I 
I really enjoy him. All right, all right. You need to watch this performance coming up and listen to it, and I'll tell you when it's over, because it's the oddest, most awkward fucking, I don't know, 30 seconds of film I've ever seen, and it's awesome. Okay. I'll tell you when it's happening. It's when she walks, she kind of pulls her arms away. That's when it happens. Go ahead and continue. It's going to happen any second, though. Okay, well, I feel like I... I feel like I shouldn't start something I can't finish if it's going to get interrupted. Is it just her delivery? Okay, it's right, it's right here. It's right here. Watch. Is he fucking her in the ass? He should be. All right. Okay. You're all going to fucking die. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't get it. She pulls her arms away. And she's like, <gasps> she like flips them off and then goes, <gasps> You're going to fucking die. It's just the weirdest, most awkward fucking transition. Yeah. The way she acts there. It's like, okay, so this is the transition from her going from someone that's not a witch to, hey, I'm the bad guy all along. Yeah, babe. Wait. So she's a witch? She's, uh, she's been doing, she's behind all of it? She's, she's not t- saying if she's a witch or not. She's just, so that's what you think. But yeah, she seems to be, something's wrong with her, babe. She's, she's possessed or something. This is what you want. Oh. Oh, man. Hey, only guys can do that. All women can do it too, babe. I never seen a I've never seen a woman do it. I mean, they like to be choked too, so I mean, I guess they could, but never seen it. A story about it. Mm-hmm. They're just not as stupid. They don't they don't let themselves die while they do it. Did you see that? Why'd she do that? How she knows that happened? She flicked her uh, her her shirt like she like that chick did to the Peggy chick at the store. How she know about that? Did she watch the movie too? So who this chick right here with the rope around her neck? The news here. Who is this person to all these people? I get it. Now she's outing herself as like some sort of witch or whatever. But oh fuck! It's it's his wife, the one that had the miscarriage, and he just pushed her. Yeah. Why did he push her? She was practically begging him to. So he's like, okay. Fuck. And he's filming it, that guy. You tell you you're telling me if someone wanted to help you to help them commit suicide, you wouldn't? Uh I fucking would. I'd be like, I've always wanted to kill somebody. Can I help? No, I wouldn't. That would be weird. Bro, what is going on in these flashbacks? Who is that Asian guy? Yeah. It's revealing that they seem to be the ones that killed them. And they just don't remember. Who? All of them or just the chicks? All of them. Uh, why? I don't know. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. They were just like, fuck those guys. They came to our camp when we were here and asked us a question. I always like that stab. It looks like stabbing into a watermelon. 
So is the uh, the the mental hospital? Is that also a trick? And he's currently in the mental hospital, and they made they played it off like it was uh, beforehand, but it's actually current. If you know what I mean? You'll see. Did I just did I just get it right? No. Okay. I mean the 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 real ending's just as fucking weird though. That van's pretty cool. I'd steal it. Would you steal that van? No, man. So it's because you're a beta. How did um, they're out in the woods? Who, who who alerted the authorities? How'd they arrest them? They turn themselves in. Um, it, you'll. I don't know. You keep telling me I'll see, but I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, it's because you suck, and your eyes aren't twenty twenty like mine. This guy's got a fucking goatee. What does he think he's Chino Marino? Like, he's all 90s. Why did all the 90s guys have goatees like that? What the fuck's wrong with goatees? I don't know. You're so anti-facial here. Oh, no, I just, you know, I'm an all or none type of guy. What about Tom Green? Tom Green had a goatee. He's cool. I don't, I don't mean a goatee like that. Not with a connecting mustache. I mean a goatee, you know, like that guy's got where it's just the beard part. That's the guy from Nickelback. They're dead. The whole band. This movie killed Nickelback. So, I don't get it. How do they not remember? Were they on peyote or something? I don't get it. Was it a bad trip? Uh, it's it's ambiguous. It, 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 maybe they were possessed. It did. Maybe uh, they're lying. It's it's open-ended, baby. You'll see. The ending hasn't happened yet. It's weird. See, look. They're getting ready to watch the tape. Remember Peggy? Yeah. She's dead. How'd that happen? Well, she obviously... When did that happen, though? She obviously uh, couldn't take her shit. But but we saw it happen. She she left without killing her. How could she have killed her? That made no sense. This movie must, like, it's, it's playing mind games on us. But yeah, a lot of people that hate this movie hate it because of the ending... And I don't know why, but they're the same people that say, oh, yeah, this doesn't live up to the great original. And I'm like, the original sucked. You don't think that original is great. If you do, you're you're lying to yourself. Nothing happens in the original. You didn't like the original? No. I thought you liked it. I wouldn't watch that movie if you fucking paid me. That's a lie. Just kidding. I would do a commentary for it. And I just shit on it the whole time. See, look, he's telling her she did it. She wrapped the road around her neck. Watch the fucking tapes. We filmed the whole thing, babe. But that's the but that's the one thing where we actually got to see him actually do it. Mm-hmm. So we know that's kind of revealing that they don't fucking remember shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Do you see? So, uh, do you see Eminem dropped a a, a, a surprise album today? No, I don't give a shit. Why'd he do that? His last album was that bad. He he had to make a new one. Is that why he did it, though? Probably. And I heard it's way better than the last album. Figures it's called Revival. It's probably equals our quality. Uh, I, I googled it, and the first thing that came up was a, a headline from Forbes. It says, first listen, Eminem's clunky kamikaze is a fitting end to rap's underwhelming summer. That's not a good review. 
oh, that's one review. That's 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 probably the fucking. Uh, I I'm on the internet. I'm the internet contrarian. I'm gonna say what other people aren't saying because I'm just too cool. Look at this. Look at this Yahoo article. This headline. Eminem under fire for using gay slur on new album Kamikaze. Why is this news now? What's that? What's that? Look, she she killing her though. What? That didn't happen. Yeah, they always freak out when he says something. It's funny. But he he dissed a fucking uh, uh, Tyler the Creator who came out as gay. So now you can say, oh, now you're just now you're being an asshole. See, I don't keep up with the music. I mean, Tyler, the creator, I don't really know who that is, but he came out. When did that happen? Uh, on his last album. Oh. Scumfuck Flower Boy. He came out in a song? I think so. Wow. That's ballsy. And and then and then Eminem goes and says, fuck you. Fuck you. I, I don't care. But yeah, look, there's tape. He, he put her in there. When did that happen? Oh, now watch this. This is way different than what happened. Don't worry, we're not gonna hurt you. Not like you hurt the baby. What are you saying? I didn't have any. Oh, so she never said you're all gonna die. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. It's, it seems like that's what they they all heard the same thing at the same time. Yeah, see, the fucking witch is fucking with um. See, there was no awkward fucking flip off there. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of a cool twist. I don't know if it's executed so well, honestly, but I think the idea is kind of neat, you know. Yeah, it, it could it, are they trying to make it ambiguous? Like, did that really happen, or was it group hysteria? They put people in in, in a room, and something weird happens, and they start thinking something crazy's going on. Fucking witch. <laughs> I always laugh at that. It's just uh, the ultimate. That Those tapes are real. Somebody fucked with those tapes. See, what would you do in this situation? Uh, I have no idea, man. He's fucked. His spit is on point, though. So, regardless, are we, is it implying that the powers of a Blair Witch were what did that to him? Made them do it? Pretty much, yes. Okay. So that would be fucked up if, like, you legit had no recollection of doing that stuff. Hell yeah. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a cool twist. I think it could have been executed a little better, but the idea was there for sure. Let me go ahead and go over some comments. Um... Got to try and wrap up here in the next couple of minutes. Uh, let's see here. Um, Adrian Mendoza comments on Texas Chainsaw 3D commentary. Funny commentary. Alexandra Daddario is fucking beautiful. Riverman is a 10. <laughs> I'll tell him that when I see him tomorrow. Uh, the first Samurai Cop is hilarious. Uh, where is that snippet from Zach? And he gives us a timestamp. So let me hear what he's talking about here. Hopefully it'll play. Something you promised him, I think. Let's see. Listen up. 
Oh, it's not going to do the fucking timestamp. BTM review. I think you promised him something like uh, <laughs> something sexual, some kind of video, some kind of gag. Uh, I can't pull it up right now for some reason. Why does it show there, but it doesn't show on the actual? Anyway, uh, thank you for the comment, Adrian. Uh, I-, I have a feeling you probably re-listened to that because you uploaded that Zach on the Revival Classics. I'm glad we get to do mm-hmm. that because it. Uh, gives some exposure to some of these older episodes that people maybe have missed. Um, on the Mortal Kombat commentary, the one we just did, the uh, Journey Begins, Gamer Guys reviews. He says, I've never seen this before, but it makes Mortal Kombat Annihilation look like Citizen Kane. I don't know, that might be a stretch. He goes, one way to do more commentaries with video footage on them is to do public domain movies, but the only noteworthy one is Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, we've we've definitely considered that, and we've definitely talked about doing Night of the Living Dead a million times. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I don't really care about monetization and stuff like that. There's just some things, kind of like the Crash Test Dummies and kind of like that Mortal Kombat Journey Begins, that they're more on the obscure side that I feel like we, we'd have to have some video accompaniment. And they're not too long anyway, so we'll see if that changes or gets tweaked the further we go on. Uh, he goes, sure, Debbie does Dallas's public domain, but let Zach do that one on Mac and Zach. Hell yeah, we couldn't show that on YouTube anyway. Yeah, but I concur though. Unless I censor it. He also says, also, when is the next Deep End episode? I listened to the first one last week and was quite surprised at how emotional it was. Keep doing what y'all do best, Revival House. The one where I cried. Yeah, I made him cry. Will, it, will that ever happen again is is the, what I want to know. So, to answer your question, uh, I'm going out of town for seven or eight days. And the plan is I got a whole new setup here. As soon as I get back, Zach, I get back um, next Saturday. I would like to do uh, a deep end maybe next Sunday. Uh, at, at, regardless, at some point in that week, so maybe we can have it up. Um, not next weekend, but the weekend after it. So hopefully, we gotta do the the series wrap up of Ash vs Evil Dead too. Yeah, yeah. So so we gotta remember that this is gonna be posted on Wednesday. So if it's Wednesday right now, the deep end won't come out this weekend, but we're projecting the next weekend, and we'll we'll have an Ash vs Evil Dead uh, retrospective thing uh, as well, a review of the whole series. And Oliver close off. He also commented on uh, Mortal Kombat Journey Begins. As bad as this cartoon is, it's still far more watchable than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That wart on cinema is an abomination. That's the greatest movie ever made. Dude, I saw that in theaters and it was just, imba- I was embarrassed to be there. <laughs> uh, I really was. I went I went with my, my dad and my mom and I, because we all liked the first one and I love the first one. And it's like, Dude, that movie's fucking terrible, and I felt humiliated. I'm, I I feel horrible. It's that- so funny because the first time I watched it, I was too young to notice it was shitty. Dude, I I feel horrible that people had to waste money on it. I felt bad that my parents spent money to take us to see that. Did your parents come out and say it was shitty, or did they notice? My, I think my dad kind of did that number where he knew it was shitty, but he didn't like because I was a kid. I don't think he just kind of looked at us and said, "Fuck you, motherfucker." That was a big piece of shit. He just kind of gave like a passive like line. <laughs> like, you know, if you really like a movie, you might actually talk about it. When we when we got out of the movie, my dad just kind of goes, well, it's official. Liu Kang is the Mortal Kombat champion. <laughs> and it was like, wow, <laughs> that was kind of like his way of saying that was a piece of shit and fuck you guys. 
I'll never forget it. He just kind of said it like a like Daria, like some smart ass. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like that's all he got from that ninety minutes of our time wasted. Mortal Kombat. Liu Kang still the champion. Great. Uh, on okay, and Adrian Mendoza. He also uh, comments on the Mortal Kombat journey begins. Goro's bulge is mesmerizing. Who would mutilate a perfectly good penis? Exactly. It's a good point, man. Uh, I wouldn't want to mutilate mine. What do you think about chicks that pierced the clit? That's this looks just as painful. Uh, we have Billy the Kid Lawrence on the. I'm incre- for it. Go for it. The incredible crash test dummies video commentary. Billy the Kid Lawrence. He says. How have I never seen this, LMAO? Well, I don't know how old you are. You know, if you're a bit younger than we are, you would have missed it because it just aired on TV the once, you know? So um, unless you were around for that airing or if you were around that same year or two when they were selling the VHS that came bundled with the toys, you would have missed it, you know? So totally understandable, but it's on YouTube living. I thought that one turned out really good. We almost didn't release it because his recording fucked up. Yeah, my recording got botched, so we had to use a backup. But it's still a good, fun time, uh, so I definitely recommend listening to it. I'm glad we did put it up. Uh, so thank you for that. And that actual special, The Dummies, the, it, it lives, at least for now, in, in YouTube land. So you guys can watch it. Uh, Problem Child commentary. We have Mario 500 now. <laughs> this is the best. This is the comment of the week, by the way. He says, the profanity in this recording was unnecessary. <laughs> Well, we appreciate that, Mario. You know, I just let it go, man. I, I let Zach off the leash. Sometimes he rubs off on me. And what can we say? We're not going to edit ourselves. You know, sometimes I might back up and be like, yeah, I think I, I need to choose some. I like to picture like somebody with their kid like that just discovered, you know, problem child. Like, I want I want to look up stuff on this movie. And they land on our video. And they're listening to it together as a family. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Um, is it necessary? Eh, probably not, but. Nothing's necessary. It's not necessary for us to do anything at all. Yeah, I mean, we're doing this shit for free, bruh. So none of it's necessary. We got stuff to do. Yeah, dude. <laughs> On the uh, Incredible Crash Dummies video commentary, uh, Josh James, our buddy from the R-Rated Horror Commentary Podcast, he says, how many times did Zach drop my name in this podcast? I'm sure it's some sort of record. Hysterical mini-sode. Aha. Uh-huh. He, he fucking called me pissed off that I dropped his name so much. He's like, hey, you better stop fucking dropping my name or I'm going to kill you. Oh, I was like, that's, fuck. That's too bad. Uh, on the In the Army Now commentary, Trend Killer, he says, no fucking way. The weasel. I'm in awe. How much did you have to pay him? LOL. That guy's awesome. And the answer to that is no. He was really cool. Didn't charge anything. So thank you for listening to that. Josh James. Thanks to him for getting it. He went to. Uh, Josh James hooked it up. Um, I don't. Monster Mania? Yeah. Some convention in Cherry Hill. Yeah. Monster Mania. And, and I wanted to talk about it, but Aaron's like, oh, it'd be funnier if we didn't acknowledge it. On that it's actual episode, there. I thought it was funny. It would just be there. On that actual episode. So, uh, and lastly, in the army now, Oliver close off. He says, you guys need to do the director's cut of Das Boot. I heard it's like five hours long. How about no? <laughs> das Boot. What's that? Das Boot. Uh, Google it, man. It's a really long movie. But, uh, no, we've already got to worry about doing the assembly cut of Alien 3, which we're probably going to have to break up into multiple installments because that fucker is so long. But anyway, got to wrap this up. I got, a, I got an ass doctor to get to. 
So I want to thank you guys for listening again. And if you guys are on YouTube, make sure you guys are subscribing there and clicking the notification bell. And uh, if you know you guys are on YouTube as well, know that we're also on podcast formats. That's kind of where we really shine. That's what we are. So do feel free. We're going to put the links in the descriptions. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. Uh, hopefully soon we'll be on even more uh, formats. But uh, if you think we deserve it, click on those links. Uh, subscribe over there. Go to places like iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Leave us five-star ratings. And even if you feel like it, leave us a nice little review because that shit goes a long way and it helps us rise above uh, in amongst in the ranks in, in iTunes land. And it's just going to help us gain more exposure. So all that really goes a long way. That's all we got for now. Um Keep in mind, also listen to Mac and Zach Save the World. And of course, thanks to Josh James for that awesome soundbite. Like we said, check out uh, his uh, his channel, the R-Rated Horror Commentary Podcast. Uh, I think that's all we got for now, right? Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Hello, thanks for calling, Charles. This is Yolani. How may I help you? Oh, it's a Circle K, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was over there the other day, and uh, I, I was just hanging with my friend Bill, and this uh, this phone booth came from nowhere. Do you still got that phone booth in, in your driveway? I'm sorry? Yeah, the phone booth we got in it, and uh, we we see we we have a report coming up for Mister Ryan's class, and uh, we went back in time and we we grabbed uh, Abraham Lincoln. We were gonna get him to come do the report with us. You still got oh. it? Uh, we want to use it again. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what an idiot.